The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. What up, gangsters? My name is Inigo Montoya. Movies that you get, Shawshank Pie. Come on, do it, kill me! I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. And on your 50th viewing, Shawshank. This movie has everything. Shawshank. Kiss Masks, Lee Trevino, Shawshank, one-armed black man named Chump, Shawshanked. Here we are, folks, Shawshanked on the Pod 617 Network. I'm your host, Uncle Buck. Thank you for joining us once again as we will discuss the world of being Shawshanked by film and television and pop culture. Nick, please, can you walk us through what we're going to be talking about? We figured this particular summer we should do a follow-up to what we did last summer as part of the WEEI, now WAF, Podcast Network Archives. Last summer we did the 100 Greatest Guy Movies. Correct. So we got to noodling about as we were doing podcasts and beering and sportsing, and we thought it would be fun if we ranked and put together a list of the 50 greatest not just guys in movies, not just guy stars, the 50 greatest male movie stars. Uh, let's go with number 50, George Clooney. Number 49 was Lee Marvin. Number 48 was the always underrated Jean-Claude Van Damme. Number 47 was Bruce Lee. Number 46, Chuck Norris. 45 was Patrick Swayze. Uh, 44 was Christian Bale. 43, Mike Myers. 42 is my favorite, John Belushi. 41, Humphrey Bogart. Uh, let's jump to uh, number 40. Number 40. You just made the list. Right, so Animal House, Caddyshack, Saving Private Ryan, and The Outsiders. What do those films have in common? All gay porns. Correct. Yes. How about all male-dominated ensembles? Well, that too. <laughs> tomato, tomato. That's uh, okay. 1A, 1B. Inglorious Bastards, Ocean's okay. Eleven. Are we recording? Yes. Okay. No, that was a joke. Cool. This is Shawshank on the real BS 101 on the pod, Shawshank Network. We do have a live I, I, I will make a, I will you? I will make a point. Inglorious Bastards, Ocean's Eleven, The Big Short, and one of my favorite under the radar fantastic movies, Fury. What do those have in common? Male dominated ensemble starring Brad Pitt. Mm. Our number forty pick. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. It, I love how arguably the world's most handsome man chooses films where every character in the ensemble gets their moment. He also knows how to stretch himself as an actor. Take a look at his nuanced performance in Moneyball, a seemingly small character film about baseball that has no action, no romance, no violence, and he carries the entire movie. It's a process. <laughs> and compa- But you compare that, compare that to Fight Club, complete 180, Brad Pitt, not just a pretty face. I'm mad... That we didn't, I, I didn't take more time. We had a discussion before this podcast started, and we shuffled some names around of just glaring omissions, and like he should not be above him. We'd made some last minute decisions. I am pissed I didn't see this because I'm looking at names like you know, uh, names up on that list that he should be absolutely top twenty. Brad Pitt should be top twenty, mm. no brainer. This guy is the modern day biggest oh. I- I- male movie. Star, Brad Pitt. You say Brad Pitt as a as an as almost like a noun, as almost like an adjective to represent a good-looking Hollywood star. It's almost like he's that, transcended. Yeah, his, sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. You go like, right. oh, my headshot. I'm I'm no Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's the guy. Just like he's George, the guy. Is, he should be top it, ten. But but Maddie, is it any coincidence that as we get going and like into their their bodies of work, 
are significant, but are their bodies of work as great as their chins, their faces, their their structure, their I, beautiful? Well, looks? I think Brad he's a Pitt prime. And Clooney are the like bookend the top ten. Pitt I, can I, act. I think you're. I think he's hurt by his looks more than Clooney is. Sure. Look at number twenty five. He should be above number twenty five. Definitely, he should be above no, number twenty three. No, no, definitely, no, no, no. 25 number nineteen. Number nineteen. You don't. No. Oh my no. god. This, talk, this is bad. We'll talk because he's been he's been a great lead in a lot of movies. But the here's the crazy thing. Like you say, he's hurt by his looks. I think he's actually hurt by his choices. And God bless him because we're going to remember him. By saying, wow, what a marquee star, what a looker, what a handsome leading man Brad Pitt was, but he made some crazy choices. 12 Monkeys, he won an Oscar for it. So he's an Oscar winner. Nominated. No, I I thought he won. No, no. no, All right, Oscar nominated. Spacey won that year. So, like, everyone associates him with a couple movies like Seven. That movie's a great movie. It's an amazing movie. Fight Club. That movie isn't just like your average, like, go sit there. It's got Bob with bitch tits. It's got a narrator who turns out to be. He's originally the protagonist, and he's actually the enemy. Yep. And, and, and Brad Pitt plays a fictional character. Spoiler alert if you've never read or seen Fight Club. <laughs> like, Brad Pitt is all over the place. Seven years in Tibet. A babble. He does these crazy movies. God bless him for taking chances and making big choices. But in a lot of ways, he could have gone down a more traditional track, and he would probably be a more successful star. He's so bored with being a pretty boy that he said he wanted to do something with his character in the Oceans movies. That's why I said I mentioned on a radio show. He eats in every scene to prevent himself from right. getting bored. So if anything, he's actually more of a thinker. And that's why I love him as Aldo Reigns in Inglorious Bastards, yeah. because he makes choices, he looks good, and he kicks ass and, and kills Nazis. While, while half-assing it. The assassination, of, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yep. This guy can act. He's un, I think he's underrated <sighs> as an actor. Now, take his choices off the table, fine. If you took a picture of Brad Pitt and 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 almost any other Jerk guy, off all over <laughs> oh, and I will later tonight. <laughs> but I'll tell you what: anyone below number thirteen, and you took a picture of him around the planet Earth, not America, but around the globe, more people would know his face yep. than anyone on that list. And I think it's a crime he's not higher. Yeah. Is that Ronaldo? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, don't make that choice much a, harder. Take a, take a quick break. <laughs> Yes, because uh, so uh, those are the first ten buck. Nick has uh, something uh, real important for us to. What's in the box? Tell us, Nick. <laughs> Go ahead. What's in the box? Oh, well, what's in the box is uh, this promotional read for our friends at the Pod Six One Seven Network. Let me just take a minute to tell you guys about the BPN, the Boston Podcast Network. You know, just a few years ago, podcasting was on the fringe of the media world. Oh, well, that's weird. That's weird. Wild stuff. I did not know that. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Oh, yes. You are correct, Nick. Now there are more than half a million active podcasts. Half a million active podcasts. Wow, talk about wanting to root for North Korea. Mm-hmm. Now we are on the verge of an information revolution. Mm. Working with pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network, this allows you and your business to be part of it. Pod617 can produce your show, Soup to Nuts. George and I were part of a hip-hop group. In the late nineties, called I was soup nuts. too nuts. I, I was, was not saying I was soup. <laughs> this promotional reads going <laughs> great. Yeah. They will never ask us to read it. All right, now Pod Six One Seven can produce your show, Soup to Nuts, with their professional producers. Dynamic. I mean, you give us, you give the man children Soup to Nuts. What yeah, do you expect? Yeah. And we have radio quality equipment. They produce my show. 
our show, and we couldn't be happier. Working with the Boston Pod, I mean, I could be. I mean, listen, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> could be here, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Working with the BPN means becoming part of a community, allowing them to share in your success as you become part of a professionally marketed platform. Contact Pod 617 to start planning. And in the meantime, listen, learn, and binge. Whether you're into music, sports, comedy, business, politics, Boston, or more, you'll find something here for you. Visit pod617.com. In Pod We Trust. Let's go to number 39. Number 39. You just made the list. What? Where? Who's got him? (laughs) Who's got him? Hey, the baby's talking. Nailed it. This has never led Buck to actually get up from his console on the board and his host. Hey, the baby's talking. Hey, the baby's talking. If John Travolta, may he live another 30, 50 years. If John Travolta could ask to be remembered for one role, Uh, it would be. Hey, the baby's talking. The baby's talking. I was going to do. Hey, careful, you almost broke my pussy finger. <laughs> he didn't say that, look who's talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Was it my live read for the podcast? That's, That's a derailed this. That's a derailed this whole thing. It's falling off quick. Uh, it fell off real quick. Uh, I mean, he's still turning out great performances. Gotti is not doing well at the box office right now, but they say his performance is dynamite. Mm. A couple summers ago, even though it was on TV, it's probably the most watchable thing. People versus O.J. Simpson. God, he was so freaking good in that. For almost 40 years, John Travolta has been a movie star. He's mercurial. He's matinee. He's handsome. He's gorgeous. He's also... Might be gay. Yeah, not might be. He's also, uh, you know, uh, he's been directed by Stallone. Yeah, that's right. He's a dancer. He can sing. Movie maker. He can sing. I mean, but also, like, he's the image. Like, when you hear the song that is played still at every wedding, it's John Travolta. Come on, man. Like, the pose. Saturday Night Fever, the white suit. Why you've always wanted to go to that club in Queens. But... He's kind of done a little bit of everything. He like he didn't embrace the bad guy roles till the nineties. He's a fantastic and Broken Arrow as the villain opposition. Yeah. Super like sneaky good movie, right? Fun, fun he, movie. Fun. He's also the example of the comeback. Yeah, yes. yeah. and fiction, yeah. from nineteen ninety four, whenever people say like, "Oh, you can make a comeback," uh, somebody can travolta you. Travolta what does that mean? Like Twenty four years ago, he was in the scrap heap of Hollywood popular culture and former leading men, and then he gets written this role, Vincent Vega. Not necessarily my favorite Tarantino movie, but that's neither here nor there. And he comes back, and so now John Travolta has been for four decades weirdo, Scientologist, possibly gay, who cares, but movie star. <laughs> yep. God love him. Yep. God love him. Absolutely. He has so many iconic performances. Grease, Saturday Night Fever. Good Lord, I forgot to mention Grease. You know, I mean, going back to television, Welcome Back, Cotter, he was the iconic there. So I agree with you, man. He's one of the best. Would you? What do you think it would be like to sit down? Go ahead, Maddie. Well, no, I just this has. You're going to be mad that you said go ahead, Maddie, because nope. whenever okay, we talk about John Travolta, yeah. <laughs> all right, r- real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah. that, what would it be like? What would you ask John Travolta if you could sit down? Like he's a fa- such a fascinating, weird dude. Yeah. 
Married to Kelly Lynch, by the way. Who Kelly Preston. Her, Kelly Preston, who showed her boobs in 1985. Space Camp? Oh, yeah. No. What was that movie? Twins? Nope. Uh, oh, yeah, That's what no. she showed. Anyway, it was, in, it was a better movie. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you, Buck. Hold on, hold on, we're almost there. What would I, uh... And the movie, the Kelly... Pre- oh, God, that movie was so good. What, Space Camp? Well, Not All Space the Right Camp. Moves. Nope. All the Right Boobs? Uh, no. Space Camp is an amazing movie. Uh, Mischief. Okay, feel free uh, to, uh... David, feel free to edit most of that out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank you, David. This is a, a G was David. That's our producer. Let's, try, let's go ahead and jump to number... Are we ready to Travolta. Jump? No, Matt, we, Matt's got to get his tangent. No, you have to get I his just, tangent. Whenever we talk about John Travolta, and you mentioned him being directed by Sly Stallone, uh, my, one of my favorite ancillary movie characters in movie history, and I did this on my show a long time ago. You remember this. Mm-hmm. But the super angry director... And he's angry at nothing. There's no mm-hmm. plot. The plot's no, no. But he's just always in a rage, and he's always yelling at John Travolta. He's like, you're out of control, Monero, for no reason. <laughs> it's just the stupidest, worst movie. The best part of that movie is when he bumps into Stallone, and Stallone that, oh, the, the camera early in the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Okay. I walk out of my hair. He touches. He hits it. You're out of here, Monero. He hit my hair. He hit my hair. Uh, number 38. 38. You just made the list. Think about films like Cannonball Run, mm-hmm. okay, Smokey and the Bandit, Deliverance, uh, and then think about a film call, uh, called The Longest Yard, but then also think about a film, 1997's Boogie Nights. So uh, good, Matt. Burt Reynolds yeah. spans the gamut yeah. when it comes to great guy movies. Now, listen, he's made a lot of crap. A lot of these guys have. Sure. But Burt Reynolds and The Longest Yard, they sold that movie. The movie poster was Burt Reynolds with no shirt on. Remember Burt Reynolds in the uh, the was it Playgirl magazine or what was that? Where yeah, he was, he was back when men were men and they had hair in their chests. Right. Now all men are hairless. That's right. I want men to go back to being hair hairy. Why you George and I like that. I don't know, <laughs> but that's like the new men all have to be you know wayfish and and tan and hairless now. Burt Reynolds just peel off his shirt and look like he had a sweater on. Look like Nick Stevens. Is there with a, big is, penises? Is there a better wow. wow? Is there a better Saturday Night Live? Impression than uh, Burt no. Reynolds on no. on Jeopardy. Norm McDonald. Nah, Norm McDonald. Oh, so good. Just, but yeah, just, it's play hat. Yeah, <laughs> Reynolds should probably be higher on this list. I he mean, probably he's a should be. Mega star. Yeah, mega, mega star. The seventies icon. But his nineteen ninety seven role in Boogie Nights uh, got him the Academy Award nomination. Yes, yep. lost to was supposed to win. Lost to Robin Williams. Good Will Hunting. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Oh, and he uh, doesn't like he doesn't like his involvement with. Yeah. It. He was just on Adam Carolla's podcast recently. Oh, really? I heard about this. And he and he he basically says like, yeah, I didn't I didn't think that that subject material was appropriate for me to be involved with. Yeah, but he still yeah. did it. Some people have problems. Uh, but I mean, just just fantastic. The guy was yeah. an absolute man's man in the yeah. height of seventies and early eighties movies. Yeah, uh, he made about eight Smoking the Bandits, I believe. He was also Boss Hog on a Dukes of Hazard. Film, the Dukes yeah. of Hazard movie with uh, Jessica yeah. Simpson, and, and and actually his comeback before Boogie Nights, I believe, was the uh, film Striptease, in which he actually got a lot of critical acclaim for being the only shining star in that Demi Moore, you know, dumpster fire. I think mm. he was winning Emmys in Evening Shade as That's well. That's right. That's oh right. wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Burt Reynolds is our number thirty-eight. Let's go ahead and jump to number thirty-seven. I know George is excited about this one. Number 37. Hi, everyone. You just made the list. Stefan, hi. <laughs> it's about time you made an appearance. Hi, Maddie. Hi. You look great. Thanks. So do you. Thanks. You look the same. 
What do you think about that part about Burt Reynolds with his shirt off? Do you like that? Oh, please. It's like Nick Stevens naked. Hi, Shawshank's toughest movie star is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Located between the Scorpion Kingdom and Witch Mountain, The Rock is a product of eating your vegetables, saying your prayers, hard work, and steroids. <laughs> hey! True. This guy has been everything. Fast, furious, a G.I. Joe guy, Kevin Hart's wacky police partner, <laughs> Moana's goofy friend. What can I say except you're welcome? And you'll be asking yourself this question. When did Arnold Schwarzenegger get a full upper body tribal tattoo? Also, when did he become black? The answer is... <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Shawshank okay, on the Boston Podcast Network. <laughs> if you want to advertise, let's go back to that live read. If you, <laughs> if you want the answer to that question, you're a racist. Pod 617 can produce your racist podcast, Soup to Nuts. With their professional producers, dynamic on-air hosts, and nobody who's gone through sensitivity training. Um, well, this is just for Maddie. I, 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 no denying he's a movie star. I've, I don't watch any of his stuff. I'm not, uh, I'm not interested in him for whatever yeah. reason. He just Biggest. does not interest me in any way. I think he's... You big, I think he needs to take a break too. He's everywhere. Social a, a media. Blockbuster he needs every a month three, off. Every, yeah, remember because Maddie, when we were growing up and it was all Stallone and it was all Schwarzenegger, 80s, early 90s, you would get one movie a year. You heard nothing about them. You saw nothing. They weren't all over the tabloids just because we didn't have the same mass media coverage. Now in the age of social media, with a cool new post every day from like, who's working out harder? Yeah. Stallone or The Rock or Chris Pratt? Who's handsomer? Who's the... And nonstop garbage tabloid coverage. And also the fact that The Rock is putting out three movies a year. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And there's no... Every time I see it on his posts and he's like, uh, you know, like, okay, guys, here's the thing about motivation. You got to go out there and get it. I always think of... Uh, I always want to quote Dana Carvey as the church lady and be like, we like ourselves, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. He, but he does a lot of good. And no, I'll tell, no doubt, let me tell you no one doubt. thing. Jumanji was the best movie I saw last year. Whoa. You need to see Jumanji. Wow. It, right. w- it was so funny and so great and so uh, so excellent. It's great. You, you got to watch Jumanji it. Got to see, right. gotta see Jumanji. Jumanji. I'm telling you, it. you will laugh. After you watch oh, Ice House. Oh, these animals are everywhere. They're getting the house a mess. Jumanji. <laughs> You're always coming home oh, in a mess. I threw out my back. I mean, just while you go to school, you adopt a different diet. When are you going to go to dental school? The game Why? Alive who's going to pay for Who's going to pay for everything after you leave the house? Jumanji. Go watch Jumanji. <laughs> because he's the new black Arnold Schwarzenegger. Stop. We love him. We love him. Not even George. And I'll say this. Is he Hawaiian? He's Moana. We are so so uninformed, it's painful. (laughs) And I'll say this, too. The Rock's best movie, it's not Jumanji. It's not the upcoming Skyscraper. It's not Bro versus the Volcano or whatever the hell he made. (laughs) (laughs) It's The Rundown. I I disagree. Sean William Scott. With Christopher Walken as the bad guy, directed by Peter Berg. Berg. Fun movie. Why? Because it didn't get forced in my hype hole. It didn't get just like, <laughs> you're going to love this. Yeah, you're going to love this. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so great. Force in your hype hole. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to number uh, 36. You just made the list. This guy is the modern day, I think, uh, 
probably, boy, I keep saying this, but I feel like he could be higher too. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Lower. He is a huge, all right, yeah. But, I mean, you can't deny his star power right now. Like, he's the Hollywood it guy for a young male actor. I mean, he's he's is leading it, the pack. He just is. is. Or was. He's, he is one of the Still most is. interesting careers in cinema history. First half filled with critically acclaimed performances like Gilbert Grape and Boy's Life. And then he had some pretty boy fluff like Romeo and Juliet. This boy's life is so, he's yeah. so good at an early age and that and Gilbert Grape. And Titanic. But then he started working with acclaimed directors. Yep. Spielberg, Scorsese, Eastwood, Nolan, and Aradu, Tarantino. Danny Boyle. Yep. Yeah. The, the Departed, J. Edgar, Catch Me If You Can, Inception, Django, uh, The Revenant, Catapult to Leo to the top of the all of the list of best actor of our generation, I'd say. But it's his wild, and in my opinion, his best performance in Scorsese's Wolf of Wall Street that hurled him onto the greatest movie star list. I think he has taken the mantle. He wants that mantle, like that, what we were talking about earlier, Humph- Humphrey no. Bogart, or like classic, iconic American male right. star. Yeah. He wants to be the guy. And he finally, and he, got his, and he got his Oscar, too. Same He's way Oconn- me like six times same before way he was 40. did, too, and he should have won Oscar upon Oscar probably beforehand. But the same way we were talking earlier about how I think Brad Pitt's choices have hurt him in yeah, some ways. Yeah, yeah. I think Leo has like just made one better choice for yeah. every weird choice that no Brad doubt. Pitt has no made doubt. over time. Yeah, no doubt. Leo's, I, but again, I cannot watch This Boy's Life or Gilbert Grape without like having Paul Pierce dusty in the Boston Garden feelings. Like, no, you're crying, I'm crying. Like it's he's so like he was so good. There's this thing that he has, and like I know he ran famously in the quote blank posse yes. with Tobey Maguire and a couple other guys for yeah. years, but they both have these incredibly empathetic faces. And sometimes, like earnest. your your yeah. looks, they're earnest, they're empathetic. They're, there's kind of sad. There's like the doe eyes. And DiCaprio has made I feel like the most of it over all that time. I think he's probably the guy who has maximized his platform, his talents. And his ability. Because if you're that good looking, you don't have to be that good an actor. Right, right. Yep. All right, let's hit number 35. It's number 30. You just made the list. So whether it's uh, little uh, cameo appearances or smaller roles like Little Shop of Horrors or JFK or Blues Brothers or Splash uh, or Home Alone even, uh, or if it's, you know, starring roles like Uncle Buck or Great Outdoors or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles yeah. or classics like Summer Rentals or uh, Spaceballs. Really? Is it what? Summer <laughs> Rental. Get up! <laughs> the scene when he bangs well, his crutch against the, the fridge. you see the one where Papa Smurf oh. took his crutch and he uh, hit the... Um, oh God, do I love vacation. that Vacation. What's... Vaca- yeah. Sorry, I folks. Parks closed. The, the moose out front should have told uh, you. And the, and the scene of vacation was added... About two months later, when after they'd done uh, the the screeners, so they decided good. they needed another, you know a new ending. Uh, John Candy really uh, is maybe the most lovable actor of all exactly, time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And, yep. and, and you know, my yep. nickname in college, which led me to the nickname that I use mm. today on the radio uh, or on the podcasting scene, uh, I always felt like you know what, I I, I always I took it as a sense of pride because of course. Uh, uh, no, who wouldn't want to be thought of as the lovable John Candy? The lovable buddy, everyone's Absolutely. lovable buddy, and what a what a genius comedic talent! And and 
sensitive actor. Like, you can't watch the end of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and if you don't shed a tear, you can't be my friend. Talk about you a know? terrific actor, though. Too. Oh, my God. His role in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles That's what I'm deserved saying. an Academy, uh, Academy Award nomination. I, I, absolutely. And even it, it's just the lovable buddy in Brewster's Millions, like George brought up last week, where he's, you know, playing the the, the buddy catcher who... I don't know if you're gonna we're gonna beat these guys, but if you get strike this guy out, I'm gonna get you drunk. Gonna That's get you a promise. Drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck Nolan, Chuck Fleming, action news. Every role he ever did, including uh, the one in Stripes, uh, even horrible movies like Nothing But Trouble. Um, oh, that's the single worst movie. That is number one on top of my worst <laughs> movies ever made list. He is still just such a lovable character who everybody was just gravitated to whenever he was on the screen. What, talk what, about being shawshanked by an actor. Yes. Now, yeah. Anything an, he's in. That's I'm, a great I mean, point, Buck. If yeah. a jo- like, on this list so far, considering the name of the podcast, what is, mm. like, so far, like, think about these top 20, who shawshanks you more? Oh, I would say, I, actually, yeah, let's do that I'd say quick. probably Travolta? half those guys. Travolta? No, Not me. I think it's actually the martial artist. I think it's Chuck Norris or it's Bruce Lee. Yeah. But... Good point, though. Like, if I see John Candy, because I know he only made so many movies, he died way too young, and everything he was in was funny, I'd say yes, and he was. He was a sympathetic figure. He was so lovable. Yeah. But damn, he also, when he went broad, I'm going to tell you, my favorite John Candy movie... Armed and Dangerous. That's so good. Oh, my God. Um, what? When he goes, I need right. Well, climb on in here, Slim. <laughs> what are you hauling? Rocket fuel. Great. God. When he's in this, when he's in this, the, the porno oh, uh, thing. Oh, my God. And he, he goes, Eugene give me a quarter. He goes, what do you need a quarter for? It helps me think. And he puts it in there once <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, God. That movie is so funny. <laughs> my old man used to run a dinner theater in Brockton, and some nights my parents had to, like, they didn't have a babysitter, and they would have to bring in the mid-'80s my younger brother, who would end up falling asleep, watch the show in earnest and fall asleep backstage. But then they'd have to deal with, like, fat, overweight, prepubescent me. And thank God there was a movie theater on premises between Massasoit College and the dinner theater in Brockton, Mass. And I would go just see whatever was there. And I might have seen Armed and Dangerous, like, several times. <laughs> I would run to a Christie's, steal a Coke and a whatchamacallit, get a bag yeah. of Dipsy Doodles, then yeah. go buy a popcorn. Wow, you were fat, Nick? No way. And just do that. And... <laughs> Those movies, those like the star vehicle signed to a five picture deal kinds of movies, nobody filled in, like nobody signed the contract and then gave them the promise of like joy that John Candy did. What was that one? Uh, who's Harry Kane or like uh, who's Harry? Who's Harry? Like, yeah, come yeah. on, horrible, uh, horrible movie. Eye, but yeah, he yeah. all he never phoned it in. He uh, always delirious, gave you his best. Delirious. delirious. He's the uh, the uh, soap opera writer who has yeah, like, yeah. in a dream or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, John Candy. Uh, this kind of sums up exactly what kind of actor this guy was in not always the the greatest roles. In Stripes, there's a scene at the beginning of the movie where you're establishing who the characters are. And this guy uh, uh, introduces himself to the group as the cruiser. He goes, my friends call me the cruiser. And John Candy goes, yeah, just call him the jerk. <laughs> right? It's so, it's so, all right, you're like, okay, well, this guy's going to get picked on the rest of the movie. Yeah. Then later in the movie, he's like playing cards with them. And he's like, ah, oh, i never played cards before. And he's like, oh, come on, dare me, bluff me. And he goes, oh, well, if you had four fours, you would have won. He takes all the guy's money. And you're like, wow, he's really just giving it to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, remember in Italy. We're in Italy. You, got, I, you know, you sleep on the top. You gotta make my bed, but I sleep on the. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then there's a scene later where they're being interrogated, and they they come for the the Germans come for the guy, and they pull him out. And John Candy, they have to hold him back mm. because mm. that's his buddy. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. And you can just see it in the way. I mean, 
you know, just a, a dumb comedy. But a scene like that, he goes from this to this in one movie was made. Yeah, I don't know Take if you guys have noticed, but I have a slight weight problem. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I things like est, you know. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to number 34. Ladies and gentlemen. Poppers. You just made the list. Number 34. You have to give it up for the title character of some of the greatest movies of all time. He was Goodwill Hunting. He was Private Ryan. He is Jason Bourne in kind of The Martian. (laughs) I was happy to see him on all four of our lists. I was actually really surprised to see him there. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. (laughs) Matt Damon. He didn't seem like a natural fit with these movie star powerhouses. Matt Damon. He is. He but is. you know, roles in Ocean's Eleven, True Grit, and The Departed, he most certainly is deserving of a spot. And Jason Bourne, I think, is this generation's James Bond. Ah, uh, nice. that's a very that George. That's a great comp. That's a good poll. I love. By the way, just a little sidebar. That True Grit remake is fantastic. Yeah, uh, it is. If you get, yeah, like, it go is. watch it. Set. Don't have any expectations. Like, set your expectations. See it. Like it. Wait. Go back and see it. He's great. He Matt Damon's great. Jeff Bridges is awesome. Uh, and girls, he, I'm great. not sure if he's going to make it on this list or not. But we're going to get to the people that we left off in the last episode, yeah, and it's going to be a lot. It's going to be bloody. Yeah, yeah Haley Steinfeld was great. great. Trying to be a pop star. That's a great freaking movie. But I see. That's the thing. I love when Matt Damon plays a supporting. Like he's right. great. Yeah. Like he's he like oh sure he's Goodwill Hunting. But Ben Affleck is almost as much, and you know, Mini Driver is also pretty great in that movie too. Robin and Robin Williams, geez, like so he doesn't have to own the movie. In the Bourne movies, he transformed himself into just like this hydrolyzed whey protein filled Krav Maga machine. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like in some of these other movies, like sometimes every now and again he's got to hold the screen acting and. It's good. The Soderbergh was the informant, the one where he was like working for like yeah. the big con agriculture. Mm-hmm. And he plays a great villain in School Ties, one of his first. Oh, that's years. right. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's okay. The, but the like, Martian, he was nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, Martian's as, as great. That's good. Hunting. That's a good movie. Yeah, great he's, book. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Matt Damon's like a great. He's bigger than this, but he just reminds me that he's like a great utility infielder where you might take him for granted a little bit, but. He everything he's in, he's solid. Yeah. He's just solid. Like he never, even if the movie's terrible, he's never terrible. And um, yeah, he's 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 a star. He's great. Love him. Love him. All right, let's hit uh, number thirty-three. Larry Bird. Let's hit number thirty-three. You just made the list. From the greatest fight scene in the greatest fighting movie ever. A movie I guarantee you the three of you humanoids and probably 99% of this audience have not seen. It's not The Raid. It's not Enter the Dragon. It's Dark It's not Missing in Action. It's Drunken Master 2. Dubbed. <laughs> Jackie Chan has just broken two bottles of wine over his mouth <laughs> to fight 18 bad guys. 
And I, I'm telling, I'm telling, guys, there is nobody. I remember the first time I saw this movie, based on the recommendation of a friend back in school in the late '90s, <laughs> said, "You got to see these movies: Police Force, Police Force Two. You got to see Drunken Master, Drunken Master Two. Took me to some like little boutique movie theater in the village, Maddie, where we used to audition for all the old bad voiceovers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw a Jackie Chan movie, I thought, "My God, what have I been missing? What have I not seen? Why? Like, I grew up with Schwarzenegger. I grew up with Van Damme and Chuck Norris." And Stallone. I thought I had everything. I saw all of it. And then you see one of these movies, and you think, well, shit. I don't think I've seen it ever. I don't Next think I've ever level. seen it before. It was. Next I mean, that, level. He was the funny Asian guys from Cannibal Run. He's fu- yes, exactly. He's funny. Right. He's got great timing. He's amiable. Got chops. He's up for anything. Up for anything. In most of his movies, they'll show you the outtakes where he either gets punched, falls, breaks a rib, or in like one of the police force movies, jumps and three stories and breaks his ankle and they had to shut down production for months. Nobody went for it harder. Nobody believed in the idea more. Nobody wanted to be a star. We didn't get a chance. You know what it's like? It's like when a Japanese pitcher or hitter uh, comes over to Major League Baseball in their 30s. And you think, what was your prime like? Because Jackie Chan, he made his debut in Rumble in the Bronx in 1998. Love that movie. Great fight scenes in that movie. It's a fun movie. Remember, uh, Matty, you lived in New York for a while. Remember when uh, the Bronx had those mountains? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vancouver looking. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, We only got Jackie Chan in the latter part of his career. Right. Lucky we are to get him. He is the consummate action movie kung fu martial arts star. Jackie Chan, if you wanted to say he deserves to be top ten, You'd have had my axe. You understand the words that come out of my mouth? <laughs> Jackie Chan is like the f- Fred Astaire of martial arts. You know, he took martial arts. It's like when you take a band. Thank you. You take awesome a, call. You take a band and you go like, well, Elvis took rhythm and blues, stuff that was going on in the bayou and the delta, and he brought it to the masses, and he did something different with it. And then the Beatles came along and took basic rock and roll and they got all trippy with an it's like he's a visionary like that when it comes to martial arts films you know fights with a with a with a mop yeah. that look like a the greatest Five dance sequence lo- you've yes, ever seen in your yes. life the blocking the choreography and it was all him okay buster, visionary buster, genius bruce lee buster keaton fred astaire equals great, jackie chan great done love it yes love it all right let's jump to number 32 kevin McHale. Just yelling out Celtics, whoever. You just made the list. Mikhail over the bird, bird down the Mikhail. Um. Okay. Who? The, whoever has this pick needs to make sure they do this, man. Did you bring a horse for me? Well, <laughs> like we're looks like we're shy one horse. No, you brought two too many. The great Charles Bronson. I first Nick. And fellas, became aware of Charles Bronson late in life. Like, I knew about Death Wish and all that. But, uh, Nick, you know this guy. I'm friends with Jake Robards, son of the great Jason Robards. Oh, wow. And he's one of my best friends. And I felt bad because I wasn't fully familiar with Jake's father's work, Jason Robards. I I knew of him. I knew, So I went back and did, like, a Jason Robards night and so I could speak to Jake intelligently about his father's work. 
So the first movie I got was Once Upon a Time in the West. exactly what he wanted to do that night. Well, no, no, just myself. Just myself. <laughs> hey, any chance we can go out tonight, crush beers, and get some puss? No, no, no. I'm going to watch uh, Jason Robar's movies. Oh, let's talk so about talk my dad. Shade. Awesome. So, when all the president's men, when he tells <laughs> Redford. Oh, good. Something this way comes. And, and Once Upon a Time in the West, Charles Bronson in that film... I mean, Jason Robards' performance is perhaps you know more nuanced, and he gives the big dramatic performances. But Charles Bronson steals that movie from moment one, and Clint Eastwood should just like. Get, and I don't think anyone talks about this. It was 1968, like, and I understand Clint did the spaghetti westerns and all that, but man, whew, Clint Eastwood owes a lot to Charles Bronson. Dude, I think there, you know what I mean. There's no Harry Callahan without Paul Kersey. Right, absolutely. And so um, he has to be on the list. The name, it's one of those names again, Bronson. I mean, come on. The Death Wish franchise, huge. He was a megastar. He was a silent megastar, perhaps. The first on our list, really, uh, maybe Bogart, who just kind of did that steely, silent thing. Lee Marvin, I guess, maybe. But Bronson, I think, really perfected it. Oh, no Man of very few words. Um, and just a tremendous Hollywood movie star. I apologize. Dirty Harry was made three years prior to Death Wish. So while there's okay. no Death Wish without Dirty Harry, at the same time, when the competitor, rare is it that the competitor rises up and then ends up being almost as good and equal, and then one influences the other. So, like, yeah, if Stallone yeah. and Schwarzenegger were racing each other to the box office finish line, so were before 100%. Those two and and think of how good Bronson was that he that those movies weren't. I mean, they weren't as good. Obviously, they weren't as well crafted. As the Dirty Harry series, but the reason they weren't completely, and in the latter years they were, like those end, the the later Death Wish films, were Bronson cartoons. was old, like four, and, and they were bad, but he was never bad, and how easily they would have been laughed off and called copies if it was anyone else but Charles Bronson right. doing them. Right. Magnificent Seven, uh, Dirty Dozen, uh, Great Escape, bye. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Go. Right. I mean, honestly, he should be number one. Uh, but yeah. could be. The role in Magnificent Seven. As the only one that it's kind of dealing with the kids in the in the uh, town, he's the like the the father figure of these young children who have mm. uh, seen their fathers murdered by these uh, banditos. Mm-hmm. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. And in the scene where he's chopping logs, and they uh, come to recruit him, and uh, he says, "Oiled up, shirtless," and, 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 and he's talking about like you know you're gonna have to quiet. pay me the money to do it. And but he's also kind of hiding something. He's in kind of a bad way. And they said, you know, we got like twenty bucks, and he's just. Oh, that's, that's not a lot. And he walks away. They start to walk away, and he kind of goes, "All right, twenty bucks is a lot." And and he just goes and does it, and he joins the team. And when he his death, spoiler alert, yeah. is more heartbreaking than the rest. Oh of my god, that's um, why they stopped Pound Ridge on pretty much the scene. That becomes everyone ripped that scene off from their point out. They going back to get the guy on the team. Like, yep. we need you, Johnny. No, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> everyone so tried to rip that scene off for years. <laughs> Uh, let's do number uh, thirty-one. La- last that, one. That's going to finish up our episode top fifty. Uh, guy movie uh, star podcast. You just made the list. You need to tell the truth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, because all this, Becky, y'all know I need to clean this up because. So swamp gas for Venus. Yeah, exactly. Nice job, Georgie. God, see, this is why I love when you Podden focus. and talking with Georgie. <laughs> All right, I just IMDb'd. I just Googled Will Smith just for the fun of it. Never heard of him. Yep. 
Exactly. Jesus, Will Smith. Uh, yeah. uh, exactly. And it drives me nuts to finish off while we record in Boston at Pod 617, celebrating somebody who I know was so happy February 4th, 2018, who's probably the biggest Eagles fan. He was uh, West Philadelphia born and raised. Oh, I did not uh, know that. Interesting. I will forgive you, Will Smith. Wow, wow, West. For so many of the movies. I don't care what your kids have done. I don't care about any of their movies. I'll even I'll even allow you Bagger Vance. Men in Black. Maybe not Men in Black too. Independence <laughs> Day. Bad boys. Bad boys. What you gonna, gonna do? do? What, what you gonna, gonna do, do when they come for you? This guy is legitimately a star. This this is what he does. He is a big fat movie star. He was a hip hop star. Sure, he was a huge TV star. He dominated all three. He has he is I mean I'm shocked that he we actually had to even spoiler alert audience. We had to do some gerrymandering before the podcast and move him around from where he was originally ranked. And you might be thinking, how the hell is Will Smith only the 31st male movie star? Given the fact that his box office cum is about Five million dollars. Five billion dollars. Billion with a B. Yeah. Uh, th- this guy, he's done it all. Yeah. Even his movies where he, like the Pursuit of Happiness and yeah. I Am Legend. I love made, that little movie. Was, made Not hundreds, little, but, hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars. Right. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah, and his, and his albums still sell. Getting Jiggy With It was the biggest song of 1997. Yeah. It like, it's like he has kind of done and dominated everything. This isn't just male movie stars. This is stars, period. He shouldn't be, I mean, if he's only yeah. the 31st biggest Triple male movie threat, star. Yo. Yeah, man. Triple th- uh, that by the way, if there's a burger shack that offers a thing called the Triple Threat, uh, I want to have George Kippen in order for me just so I can say Triple <laughs> Threat, yo. <laughs> Triple Threat, uh, yo. Will Smith rounds out the first 20 male movie stars at number 31. You've seen so many. I don't know if you love iRobot or Hancock. But you've seen them all because they're Will Smith movies. And we don't have a lot of stars anymore that will bring us to movie theaters because so-and-so is in it. But we've got our Tom Cruises still, and we've got our Will Smiths, and we'll go see Will Smith and Tom Cruise movies. And for that, as a huge fan of Hollywood, I'm grateful. Will Smith, number 31. Wrap it up the top 20, boss. All right. Uh, and just real quick, yeah, Hancock is actually an underrated superhero movie. It's one of those movies, superhero movies, that kind of takes realism into what the superhero genre should be. So check out Hancock, but avoid uh, Bagger Vance. That was horrible. Oh, dare you. Um, uh, was it not horrible? It was no, legendary. It's Bagger book off. Vance. It's a book off. It's lovely. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> You'll see. Is he Matty and I in the parking lot in a few minutes? Uh, let's go with number 50, George Clooney. Number 49 was Lee Marvin. Number 48 was the always underrated Jean-Claude Van Damme. Number 47 was Bruce Lee. Number 46, Chuck Norris. 45 was Patrick Swayze. Uh, 44 was Christian Bale. 43, Mike Myers. 42 was my favorite, John Belushi. 41, Humphrey Bogart. 40, Brad Pitt. 39, John Travolta. What? 38, Burt Reynolds. 37, The Rock. Not The Rock and Sock Connection. 36, Leonardo DiCaprio. 35, John Candy. 34, Matt Damon. 33, (laughs) Jackie Chan. 32, Charles Bronson. And 31, Will Smith. Thank you for joining us. Hey, the baby's talking. Shawshank. Shawshank.